uh, going live for the first time on the Daily Combat podcast. So we're hoping that everything is working. We're, we're live on a few different channels. Uh, people can comment. We will see your comments come up and we can react to those as well. But one of the things we were going to talk about today was uh, Real uh, Estate Agents Group has sponsored uh, one of the events that's happening in Melbourne, the mm. Garage Wars 2.0 uh, arm wrestling event which is being hosted by uh, Andy and Mario from the Andy and Mario show. Uh, some big matches on that card. Uh, mm. You're going to be there in person. Uh, yeah, so I think I'm, I'm now prepared to make that announcement. I will be there Sorry. in person. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I'll be there. Uh, it's on the 27th of August, uh, kicks off at about 2 o'clock in the afternoon and goes for several hours. So uh, those people that uh, do want to tune into the live stream, then uh, they can do so by uh, getting onto Andy and Mario's page and uh, and enjoying the live stream uh, there. And they'll have three or four hours of arm wrestling entertainment. Mm. So um, uh, I uh, am very proud to be associated with this event. Um, myself and uh, Jake Ward, the Aussie arm wrestler, are, are the co-sponsors of uh, this particular event. And uh, we might be very fortunate uh, to have the great man, Jake Ward, on uh, the podcast uh, in, in the next 15, 20 minutes or so give his views and, mm. and a bit of a, a preview as to uh, for anybody that's perhaps looking to put money down on any of these uh, these bouts. <laughs> Come the 27th of August, you might want to pay a little bit more attention to what Jake has to say than what you and I may be speculating. <laughs> but uh, for lovers of arm wrestling or combat sports, there's a, a fantastic event to enter into the calendar now. Absolutely. Yeah. Hopefully, Jake, uh, you know, I think when we – we did send him the link. He was out walking the dog. So mm. we'll see how long that takes, whether he gets back in time. But I believe uh, the last time we went for a walk, it was from the Sydney Opera House to <laughs> to, to, to to Melbourne. So uh, we, we could be waiting a while. Right. So, <laughs> I have told you this, but I'll tell the viewers that are watching. We do have three three people that are watching. We can see that. So hello Excellent. to you three. They can't all be my mum then. That's yeah. right. <laughs> She's got three accounts. Yes. <laughs> Uh, you can write a comment in there. We will see the comments. Uh, say hello, and we'd like to make sure that that feature is working. But um, yeah, as I was saying with with Jake, uh, when we went to the over the top tournament, and uh, after the event, uh, I was I happened to catch up with him as he was trying trying to find his car, <laughs> <laughs> and so I was helping him with that. But the way that it was in Broad Beach, uh, in uh, the Gold Coast, and everything is so spread out. It it's not spread out, but it is. It's like you can see where you need to go. Like it's literally across the road, but it's a 20 minute walk. You really to get, get across the road because yeah. of the way that the road's blocked off. That's it's right. Not, yeah, there's, so. there's a river, there's, <laughs> there's a dog, <laughs> there's a, a wild beast that might <laughs> right. in. You've got to have the code and a TK <laughs> and you've got to know a solve guy. a riddle yeah. Yeah, to get across. And it was like impossible. Anyway, he's, he's forgotten where he's parked because, you know, he got there early. And, uh, and I didn't know I'd been there before either. Yeah. Uh, so I'm sure I parked underneath the casino somehow. <laughs> I don't know how to get there. Um, and he was tired. It'd been a long day. You know, this is like an 18-hour day at yeah. this point. <laughs> Just the wee hours of the morning by this stage. We yeah. wanted to get some food. It was like, there's McDonald's all the way down there. <laughs> <laughs> you can see the arches. The golden arcs or the arches. The That's golden right. arches off in the distance. Yeah. That's right. And yeah. it was like, should we... Like an oasis shimmering. In the- yeah, it's <laughs> like you've got the decision to make. Like, do we try to find the car and then you can drive us there or do we go for that long walk? And- <laughs> Did you feel you had the sustenance <laughs> like at that stage? So was it a matter of do we do we go and eat so we've got the energy to find the car or right. do we maybe 
go try and find the car and maybe perish along the way. Right, exactly. <laughs> right. I, I was happy either way. I was having a great time. I was I was in a good mood. It'd been a big day, and I was I hadn't been on the microphone all day like he had, so he was tired. But I was like pumped. Yeah, yeah. And so I didn't care. I was like, that's yeah, a good move. Yeah, adrenaline still going. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was like, that's a good move, and that's a good move. And it was like, and then he decided, let's go. For so the it was car. up to Jake. He ultimately had to make the decision. That's right. Yeah, right. And he went the car, the car route. <laughs> I don't think either one was going to be good for him. <laughs> <laughs> in hindsight there was no good decision there to be made that's right <laughs> these are both bad options and uh oh we're, we are getting some comments here we've, we've got madison uh one of our arm wrestling club uh members he has uh he said he loves the suit obviously talking about my suit here <laughs> <laughs> which is the, the daily combat podcast but no dave is always well dressed uh yeah. You have a, a special tailor. Oh, I do have a very special tailor. So uh, Milap, Milap there from uh, from La Milago. has uh, just opened a new boutique on Stevens Place just off of Rundle Mall. So uh, uh, head to the H&M building if you're familiar where that is. And downstairs you'll you'll see uh, Adelaide's newest uh, men's uh, well, actually, they'll do men's and women's tailoring. Oh, right. So, uh, But uh, a bespoke boutique. Mm. Um, so... Um, Thank you very much, yeah. uh, very much for noticing Madison. I certainly appreciate it. And Thank you, Madison. Yeah, and uh, Milap uh, appreciates the, uh, the the kind words as well. I'm sure. Yeah, that's right. I was here when he, he brought in like that sample book of mm. like felts. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what they're called. Felt, felts and hides. Cloth <laughs> pelts. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, seems like a great guy, and obviously um, does a fantastic job. You, I think of, of all the people. I know you're always well dressed. So. Thank you. Yeah. I, I try to be dapper. Sweat, sweat actually cleans that suit. So. Mm, yeah, uh, it, it wicks away and then cleans itself, and then, <laughs> and then it cleans evaporates. other suits. Yeah, and then goes off to other suits. <laughs> it's, it's funny because when we were at one of the uh, DFC cards, I don't know it was maybe it was Pride, and you came over and you're like, I just got blood all over my jacket. <laughs> <laughs> it was this jacket. No, actually. Was it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Anyway, so, so I was finishing with with Jake. Um, yes. So yeah, we were trying to find his his car, and it was like it, the the way that we went, it was either straight for McDonald's or it was a long, bendy, twisty, windy, dark, sheltered road to maybe there's the car. <laughs> the possibility of a possibility. The <laughs> that's where that's the right way to get for the car park. Um, and he's like, oh, I guess we're going to have to go that way. And I was like, <laughs> all right, let's do it. And I can see he's getting more tired as oh, we're walking. He, he instantly had regret with every step. The regret <laughs> deepened. And my joy was, I think, sapping even more. Oh, he <laughs> wasn't taking it as encouragement. No. Right. I was making stupid jokes. And I'm like, <laughs> I hope it's not there. Yeah. <laughs> I hope this is the wrong way. And was his hope just diminishing by the moment as well? As, as, as with every step, he, he's it like, was, it was not, a, his confidence about where he'd left the car was waning. It also. was. He was second guessing himself nonstop and just like, oh, I, and, and I was just like, I so hope that it's not, you know, we've come all this way and this, I so this is not the way, but it was the way. Yeah. Um, but then when we got to the car park, you can remember where he parked. <laughs> So um, yeah, it was a, a another. And was trip. it a higher car situation for mm-hmm. him? So he didn't. There was no. So he, he could could he recall what kind of car oh, it was? was? It was a white car. It was a white, which really white narrowed car. it down. Yeah, yeah. There wouldn't hardly be any. It was hardly there. any of all the every other car that was white. <laughs> 
so he was just like walking, like Hoping. he was limping at this point. Blisters. <laughs> he was limping, and it was like he's just hopefully pressing the button, hoping, and then it would go, and he'd be like, "Oh," and then somebody else, <laughs> somebody who knew which car was theirs, walk approaching that's their right, vehicle, rubbing right. further salt into the wounds. <laughs> Further that's salt so into the blisters. So yeah. yeah, but we found it eventually, and then, yeah, and then, uh, yeah, we went to McDonald's. We had McDonald's. We had a nice chat about uh, the event. Um, mm. Yeah, and and, and well, post event, the adrenaline's now worn off. What 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 are your thoughts now with the over the top? Yeah, tournament? yeah, with the yeah. over the top. Yeah, it was great. great. It was good fun. Um, yeah. It was like I said. Well, for him, uh, I could imagine how difficult it would have been trying to keep the energy up for that a period of time and yeah. he did a fantastic job it was an amazing announcer um uh, for me it was like i there was it was hard to keep up like there was four tables going in the middle of the room yeah. and it was like i want to see this match but i also want to see that match and then slipped and then okay but oh, i missed that pin and then it's oh, and then i missed that one <laughs> and it's like you know it was I mean, that's the way have it you, is. But... Have you had an opportunity to see any of the pay-per-view since as well to see how that translated to uh, to the outside audience? I haven't, actually. Okay. Yeah. It'd be really interesting because, like you said, there's a lot going on at the same time, and I wonder where the attention of the production crew might have been at any point in mm. time with so much happening. Mm. That's right. Because um, with the final, uh, like with the, the open class, um, so I was there, uh, obviously everyone who's anybody in the arm wrestling world was there, and uh, Ryan Bond was there, and he'd been filming all day, mm. <clears throat> and he said, like, when the open class starts he said can you film the open class because i don't want to be worrying about filming when i'm trying to be concerned with how i'm going to compete yeah and uh i was like yeah that's great that's good for me that's cool you, yeah, know, yeah. you trust me enough to film like the thing and so i was on the stage like you know it was, it was me and then like the referee and the competitors like and i'm standing like this is cool like, <laughs> you know, to film it but, BIP. Yeah. BIP. Yeah. And, I, and i'm trying to like gauge which is the more important match you know yeah. and it'd be like okay i'm here and it's like okay they've slipped but well that's a really good one i'm like no no i'm gonna stick with this i have to stick with this um so that made it a little bit tricky but there were so many matches that happened and i remember saying to ryan uh a few weeks back when i was i was um, up at his place and he said oh you know so in the tournament he had beaten ryan scott from west australia and I was like, did you? I was like, I don't even remember that. He goes, you filmed it. Did I? I don't remember it at all. There were so many matches happening. but um, Which in isolation, you know, that would be a match that you'd quite happily devour oh, yeah. and, and, and really enjoy. But in that context of uh, there being several things going on at once, it's hard for the, the mind to process and then to prioritise where to spend the attention oh absolutely yeah yeah there was there was i mean as i said everyone who was anyone who's into arm wrestling was there and it was all happening all different classes uh and you're like, oh. even just as a spectator it would have been slightly overwhelming because you'd be like so much to take in and it's like oh that was really interesting but i'm also now watching this and now i'm watching this and you don't sort of yeah. get that time to like reflect until it got to the serious part right at the end of the day in the open final yeah um and it was like sort of the top eight is when it uh, had slowed down to the point where, okay, now you know who's coming up, they're getting introduced, um, and you're seeing it more as like this is a major event, like this is the major part where you, you do have time to to relax and enjoy the matches. Yeah. So that made the difference. Obviously, they're sort of running like you know four tournaments in one in a way. Uh, 
Oh, Aussie arm wrestler has appeared. Yeah, Aussie arm wrestler. He's in the waiting room. Let's put him let's, in. Let's let him in. Get ready for a ready bang, ladies there and gentlemen. We go. Ready fang. <laughs> yeah, we've got to turn you up, mate. We've got turn to put the volume so we can you. We, we want the, yeah. the ready bang in full effect, that's for sure. That's right. Here he is, the man himself. With the beanie back from the walk. Oh, he's muted. Okay, we've got to unmute him. We're all new to this technology here. Uh, I'm new to microphones, so yeah. this is... So for, for those people that aren't aware, um, Jake Ward, the Aussie arm wrestler, is co-sponsor of the Garage Wars event taking place in Melbourne on the 27th of August, along with real estate agents group. So it's a, it's wonderful to uh, have my partner in sponsorship uh, on, uh, on the podcast today. And... Um, Jake will share with us his insights and uh, and preview uh, perhaps uh, some of the the bigger matches uh, that uh, that will be uh, taking place on the day. And here we go. How's that any better? Can you hear us, mate? <laughs> we got a concerned look from Jake here. <laughs> It, it, it is it is um, good for viewers as well. I... <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, okay, I, I can mute and unmute you, but uh, but uh, it's strange. It's saying that you're unmuted on my end, Jake. I'm not sure what the problem is. Okay, one word. <laughs> <laughs> There we go. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Uh, we hear the lovely settings and lovely things words. like that. Alrighty, what's going on, gentlemen? Ready, mate? What is happening, my guys? Glad to be back on the show. I think those biceps get even bigger. I'd flex. I'd, I'd give you a flex, but I really like this jump up, so I don't want to rip it. So <laughs> I don't want to wreck it. What's going on, guys? Well, we we have been uh, talking about the Garage Wars event that will be taking place on the 27th of August there in Melbourne. Uh, you're my co-sponsor on that particular event. So um, wonderful to – well, wonderful to have your support of that event, of course, and, um, and of course, uh, great to be a part of it myself this year. So uh, – and, and uh, of course, you're, you're an integral part of the uh, the first event, having uh, headed down and uh, and announced the the event on that occasion. And um, and this year, you would have looked to peruse the the list of fights that have uh, already been posted, and I'm sure there's a few juicy ones amongst it that you're super keen to see yourself. Oh, mate, this, just the whole thing in general. I mean, the, the, the very first Garage Wars um, is a lot means, – means a lot to me, the very first Garage Wars. One, I'm always on it. I'm always on it. I don't expect anything in, in the position that I am with arm wrestling. I do not expect anyone – like, if there's an Australian event on, I, do, I never, ever assume that they want me to um, – like do the commentary or do the announcing. When I get asked, I'm always on it, regardless of, of what it is. So, But what made Garage Wars, the very first one, so special uh, for two reasons. One, it brought 
a community back together. It was a it was a first competition of sorts after all the nonsense that's going on in the world. And and here we are in Victoria. We're we're the last for any sort of freedom, so to speak. So um, a gentleman that owned the uh, the owned the gym at the first garage was. He didn't care about any rules. He's like, I don't care what your stance is. If you like arm wrestling, we're having it here. Let's rock and roll. Let's have some fun. So I got yeah. so amped in that that I was able to make um, some uh, some amateur arm wrestlers turn professional by uh, giving out cash prizes, which, Beautiful. you know, the, the channel's going okay. It's not... Dave Stockbridge kind of money, but the channel's going okay. So I like to, I like to give back. I like to give give back to the community. And yeah, seeing these guys' um, faces light up, you know, as we all do, whether we're working or we're athletes, and, and we get a couple of bucks from it, we're up and about. So yeah, so I'm helping out uh, again. And and like you said, Dave, I'm I'm pretty pumped to get on the microphone because I thought, okay, I wonder what I was very curious to see what matches they'll get to get. Oh, oh, wow, wow. We're either getting international superstars at this event. So we've had a, a, a really good arm wrestler pull out, Sam Burnett. He's doing a bit of a, a Southeast Asia tour. Uh, so good mm. luck to him. But he's been replaced by the number one New Zealand arm wrestler, the one that Sam uh, had to overcome it over the top to become the Oceanic Champion, and that is Josh Barnett. He will mm. be replacing Sam in the round robin, and that round robin, I'll tell you what, those people in the US think they have juicy turkeys on Thanksgiving. Yeah. August 27th, that round robin alone is is going to be phenomenal. Uh, you've got main event statuses, uh, Mario Tambakis or Tambakis, okay, I like calling him Ten Barkers. I like calling him Levan. I want to say Levan. Mario um, is is pulling. You know, Andy, Mario, and Andy. They they've both got matches. Uh, you know, there's a. I think there's a big rematch on the left hand with Mario and Brett Coots. And yeah. you know, for those for those watching, if you don't know Brett, Brett Coots is. Uh, he's just a star. Just a star. Um, I can't, you know, selfishly, I wish his personal life, you know, lovely wife, beautiful home and work would, would uh, not get in the play so we could pull internationally. Um, Fatale Mateo's coming down, and I don't think he's ever had a boring match in his life. But then there's there's also some up-and-comers that you've never heard of, and I'm glad they're going to be on some sort of a, a stage. There's a couple of guys here from Melbourne that I'm very, very happy and very proud that they're getting their first matches in Jordan Browning and Chris Juicy Jackson. Uh, those guys, uh, I think they're taking on um, uh, one from Jordan New South Wales. And I think Hamza, maybe two from New South Wales or one. I'm not too sure from your neck of the woods. Yeah. But either way, uh, from top to bottom on the 13 matches. So they've really made me... Got, got my work cut out for me. But <laughs> as you can see, I've rambled on for about 10 minutes straight. That's how excited I am for Garage Wars. And is, is, talk us through the format because it's not a it's not a necessarily a straight-out super match tournament. There you've got the round robin going in there. Uh, how, how are viewers going to find that different to maybe if they'd watched over the top or any of the recent super matches that have been uh, live-streamed uh, over recent times? Yeah, so if this is live stream, fantastic. I know Annie and Mario are big on filming and putting their spin on it. 
Um, they're pretty good at editing as well and releasing out the matches. So yeah, there'll be. It just depends on the order. So we've got one round, one round robin. Uh, so I'm sure they'll do preliminary bouts and then finals later on in the day. So you're just going to get exciting matches throughout the day because you've got a lot of talented blokes that because it's a uh, they're just all they're all super matches, including the round robin. They're in a super match format, but you get. You know, someone like Andy, who's pulling twice. You know, well, he's not mm. going to pull back-to-back right arm and left arm. You've got mm. Brett Coots, who's pulling twice, and you're not going to get Brett Coots two matches in a row. So the beauty yeah. of it is you've got to watch the whole thing. If it is live stream, and I hope it is, you've got to watch the whole thing because you're going to see Jets at the start. It's going to come off with an absolute bang. Then through, you know, through the middle card, if you're someone like myself, uh, I'm sure you are, Matt, not only in arm wrestling, but in other sports. You just like, you know, you've got your big names over here. Ooh, ooh, but this little stick of dynamite over there that's making a bit of noise. Right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to chuck a, a couple of sports stocks in you and see if you rise. I'm going to keep an eye on you. So we're going to have those matches, and then the bigger names will come off and, and finish off the event. It's just, yeah, mm. it's going to be awesome. It's going to be stacked. It's great that you guys are putting these sorts of events on, uh, especially, you know, around the world, you're seeing the the really huge cards, uh, the, king of the king of the tables and, and that sort of thing. But uh, very rarely do you see this sort of a, a format in any other country mm. uh, unless it's like at the absolute elite level. So to get basically some of the, well, pretty much all of the top guys in the South, well, the Southern Hemisphere in in, in a way and putting them all on one card. It, There's uh, people in Brazil right now saying, no 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 you have not seen us yeah yeah you don't know i'm a top role specialist yeah don't upset those brazilians yeah 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 i think gabriella vasconcelos might have something to say she's she's probably just sitting here watching going oh no we we go all right in the southern hemisphere yeah but in terms of what people that are available um, that are into arm wrestling in Australia, this is definitely a must-see card. Uh, the fact that you've put it all together or that or the Andy and Mario have put it together. Andy, and, uh, I, had nothing, I had nothing to do with it. Um, nothing to do with it, but 100% backing it in. Jake Ward's event, Jake Ward's Garage Wars, is that? Um, <laughs> Jake Ward uh, Wars. Um, Jake Wars. <laughs> that could work. That could work. Yeah, there we go. We've got a whole new series coming up and, uh, on the on the 27th of September now. That's right. uh, yeah, live, live stream from Jake's spare bedroom. That's right. So I think I'm just trying to think if, I, if I'll be home, if I'll be home. Because I, I want to get into running events. And I didn't realize I was having a chat with Andy uh, on Wednesday night. And I was just like, yeah. hey, man, like, just out of curiosity, like, how did you get these matches? I said, you know, did you just say, here's a date, do you want it? And I'm like, yeah. And I said, what are you offering him? He goes, oh, you know, we've got a couple of sponsors that are able to help out, but these guys just want to come pull and, and they want to come on the card. And I was just like, man, awesome. Mm. That's Because I want to get into um, having events and things like that. I want to, you know, just like these guys are doing, just bring it out there for, for more people to see because, yeah, all right. When you're doing global ranks of it all, Australia's probably not up there as some of the best arm wrestlers. But we have some of the most exciting matches. And, you know, the the, the guys that want to pull here in Australia, they want to pull. We don't have, I believe, we don't have a happy medium here in Australia. We've, we've either got guys that want to pull, that want to go absolutely nuts, and then we've got people that just never, ever 
what an arm wrestle. So, mm. I mean, a, a guy from South Australia is coming, Tim Graham, one of the I've heard, uh, of, him. heard of him, I've one of the Adelaide him. greats, and he's taking on Andrew Lee. Uh, <laughs> and they've had once again go back and watch their past matches from 2019. Yeah, that alone, I'd be like, wicked, I'm there. And the fact that we've got 13, 14 matches. Amazing. That, mm. that match is the one I'm looking forward to the most, actually, because <laughs> I know <laughs> that both Andrew and Tim get absolutely fired up. Uh, and leading into the match, it's just going to be like, yeah, it's going to be must going to be intense. <laughs> like, oh, I almost just want to see the build up bit. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the match of my Probably care. the match is going to be the, yeah, yeah, the, right. the anti climax to, right. to the pre match uh, testosterone on display. Well, I've been screaming for Andrew ever since I started arm wrestling. I've been screaming. Mate, I want to see you in a match. I want to see you in a match. I've seen some highlights, and I wasn't there at Adelaide. I didn't come over for the trip. So I only saw that on YouTube. So that doesn't count. So <laughs> I, yeah, want to see him live. So I'm uh, grateful Tim's coming over for the match. And, yeah, the, the way they both just scream at each other, get your phones out, uh, it's going to be awesome. Have you ever been against Tim? Have you ever pulled against him? No, no. I, I've uh, a couple of times uh, I've hung out, hung out with Tim. Um, when I first got on the scene, uh, he qualified for Arnold's and had some exciting matches there. Um, and he did. He documented a really cool water cut for those that are really interested in oh, yeah. dropping a whole heap of weight using water. Um, Tim Graham documented it on YouTube, so I found that really interesting. And, yeah, so got to see Tim Pool there. Then briefly caught up with him at Nationals because, uh, like, this is when it was, like, this Aussie arm wrestler thing was brewing. You know, I did, like, my, a review on Nationals and things like that. So, oh, Foxy's here. Uh, he's one of the, the number one arm wrestling supporter, I reckon, in the world, all the way from Scotland. Fox, you yeah, big legend. Hopefully, I'll be over there in wide. England. Catching God up with God bless Foxy. <laughs> He's a, yeah, hopefully I'll be uh, in England catching up with him early September, which will be cool. So just finalising a couple of things and hopefully I'll be jet-setting over there, which will be good. But, yeah, no, I haven't spent very, much very time good. with him, but always is that, a, is that a Daily Combat exclusive that you're going to the UK? Is that, it's uh, not ex- no, it's not exclusive. It's not exclusive. It's, not exclusive. Okay. Um, All right. it's just more and more. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. the exclusive is... It is more up to 90% happening. Okay. Okay, yeah. maybe 90% possibility. That's yeah. what we're prepared to announce on the podcast today. Excellent. And what are you doing over in the UK? So so it's it's weird. It's once again, and this is what I love about anyone and everyone having a crack at running an event. So Fox loves arm wrestling. Fox 8 ball. That's right. The Whippy Open. Loves it. And... Yep. When you when you treat the community well, the community treat you well back. So two gentlemen, one's Fox, and the other one uh, is a gentleman by the name of Phil Woody, and he goes by the YouTube name Phil Woody UK. Mm-hmm. So there, so Uncle John from the Uncle John Arm Wrestling Show is going to be at Arm Wars. I won't be at Arm Wars because it's Father's Day here in Australia, and I'm not missing my very first one. So <laughs> I, so so what they said, Fox Eight Ball was like, "Let me pull you, Uncle John. I will challenge you." So Uncle John said, well, I'll stay another week. And then Phil Woody's like, well, come to Whitby. We'll look after you and we'll put on an event. So if I get there, I'll I'll pull Phil Woody as well as commentate 
the event. So it's almost like Survivor fans versus favourites. So it's almost <laughs> kind of like that. So Uncle John's pulling Fox. Um, I'll pull Phil Woody. But then, so then Ryan Bowen's going to be an arm horse. He's like, yeah, well, well, I'll come down. And Neil Pickups has sat there and went, oh, well, if everyone's just making the trip down from where we are, well, I might pop in and kick back and have a beer. <laughs> so this small little event is now... It's going to be like, the most watched arm wrestling event on YouTube for the month. That's what it'll be. Yeah, straight after arm wars. So, yeah, we'll yeah. probably live stream it on both, either on my channel or Uncle John's channel. You know, we want it to reach out to everyone. Uh, we've just got to finalise the deal with Phil where we where we want it to be streamed, it, you know, because more than happy to have it on one channel or 10 channels or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, but once again, this little thing, you know, Fox uh, is, is like, oh, if, you're in, if you're in the UK, can I please pull you? Can I please pull you? And... And yeah, and now it's this little event is um oh, okay, so Ryan can't he's flying home on the tenth. Don't worry, Fox, I'll have a word with him. I'll have a word with him. We'll 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 get him there. Are you, are we'll you going there. are you pulling left handed or right? Uh there's only one end that you need to pull in a super match, and that's left handed <laughs> there, Matt. When yep. you when you oh Actually, so, so it's the cup on the line. That's well, uh, it, I think, we'll be I making the trip over. It's Whoa, um, Dave! I, I just, just fucking. Is hey. this our exclusive? No, back. No, right, right, right up. One hundred thousand dollars is my asking price. Okay, so all right, hasn't been stumped up yet. No, oh, so yeah. I, I. No word of a lie, I reckon. So if there's a Saudi prince that's maybe on the <laughs> chat right now, now's your time. Now, now's your opportunity. Get on there, 100 grand, put it behind this one. Uh, could be a big match. I may even settle for 10K. I may even settle for 10K. But what, what's that? Like every man is up. No word of a lie. Genuinely, if I went back through all my messages and all my calls and everything, I reckon over a 1,000 people have challenged me for this trophy, including John Brazink, including Todd Hutchings, Monster Michael Tom. So, it's the only one he hasn't won yet. Wow. That's, the, that's, the, that's the dilemma. That's right. I've got yeah. this one. I've got this. Uh, I've got it. I'm just trying to have a is look. It, is it, is it, can you show us? Is it, is it on a, hand? We get a glimpse I, of the uh, great one. We were doing a, a bit in of the glass cabinet. I'm trying to. I'm though. just trying to have a look because we're trying to do a bit of cleaning. But there it is! It's always around. The 2019 Melbourne Cup left arm, 85 kilo third place left arm amateur trophy. This thing, this thing will help me retire. It'll help me retire. It'll be brilliant. It's the trophy in the sport currently. I, I understand. It's. Richest uh, prize in the sport. Yeah. it would be. Name a richer prize. I'll, I'll wait. I'll yeah. Wait because and if can't. they do, you can just up your price. It's not, <laughs> it's an auction you can't lose. It's, so, in uh, the con- it's in the contract. So if something yeah. tops mine, mine automatically has to get bumped up. That's, yeah, in, so that's in the contract. But yeah, premium. so many people have challenged it for me. And, uh, and Fox Apol gets real angry. He reckons he's got first dibs, but you got to put up the money, Fox. You legend, yeah. Because yeah. it's very funny because everyone's like, everyone's like, oh yeah, no, nah, I'll, I'll like 
like I'm just going to take matches. Oh, I'll take you for that. I'll beat Yossie, and that's fine. And look, you probably will, but I need some collateral damage for it because when you can't straighten your left arm, you need two hip replacements. Your body's riddled with arthritis. It hurts when you sit on the couch. You haven't slept well for 11 years. I kind of need collateral damage if I'm, you know, <laughs> if I'm giving up the most important important trophy. Uh, there needs there needs to be money, but I just wish a lot of YouTube people out there, um, you know, YouTubers or arm wrestlers or things like that, would really just take a a glimpse of the story of the trophy, and you can really you can really build something if you if you market it well and hype it up. And over the Devon versus Van thing, I got criticised a lot for hyping it up. Which is that? That is my whole shtick. Being hype, I'm nothing. I'm nothing. So yeah, but it's just like you just you show it off. You make people believe it's it's really important. And now to me, it is very important. I will take it to Whitby for you know. I might let people get photos with it, but unless mm. I see some massive coin on the table. It'll just be an exhibition match. Mm, mm, very interesting. <laughs> now you mentioned before that uh, you, you've got a you've got some ideas about running uh, your own events, and and just really curious as to have you got uh, some ideas solidifying around format, and how would you like to see that broadcast, and what what's your what's your theories and ideas around what makes an event uh, watchable in in twenty twenty two and beyond? Oh, I think uh, I haven't really gone too far. I just kind of want to either. You know, do a bit, uh, a, a little bit of what Andy and Mario are doing. You get you, you, your big names to bring people in, promote some people, uh, you know, some people, some unknown people. But I just want people to see more arm wrestling. I just, we don't have enough of that in a, in Australia. I want to try and help Australian arm wrestling. I know I get, yeah, I get, crit- uh, uh, that's another, actually, that's another story. I'll leave that. That story is a bit too negative. But yeah, I I just I just want to help out. Um, I'm always happy. Like when I sit there and and look at a venue that I like and things like that, then I'll sit there and go right and get a say a crew of eight, ten people together and go. Do you want to flirt with the rules? You know, mm. it's, it's funny. You know, a perfect example. We have so many people that hate the king's move. They hate. The mm. king's move. They can't stand it. I think it's the worst move. The clone move. The clown move. The queen's move. They hate it. Mm. But when they organise a tournament or organise an event, they don't sit there and say, "Oh well, uh, we should ban the king's move." Mm. They let it ride. So they say it's the worst move in history and it should be banned. But they don't have the balls to ban it themselves. So I would flirt at something like that. I don't mind the king's move. You know, mm. it's ugly, but there's always bits of the sport that is ugly. You know, a, a lot of us love UFC, but unless you are very articulate into the sport, when people are fighting for position and barely moving on the ground to the naked eye, that's boring. To the mm. enthusiast, it's like, oh, my God, look, you know, even that shoulder movement there, he's going he's to pass the half guard and things like that. Yes, they've been on the yep. ground for five minutes, but that's just the nature of the sport. Every sport. Has it in basketball when they continually foul in the last two minutes and you're watching people do free throws? And I love basketball, but that part of the game's boring. So, yeah, I could be looking to um, modify rules. Why not? Mm. What's the worst thing that's going to happen? 
It's really interesting because we do live in an era where the, the rules are yet to be 100% codified. They're not they're not written down in stone. And so there is that opportunity. Do, do you, can you perceive uh, there being um, matches where the combatants themselves come up with their rule set, for instance? We, we could do that. You could do that in an event, but it has to be a collective. It has to be right. a, a collective. I think... I think, I mean, that, I'm always willing to try new ideas, new ideas. But I think when it comes to competing, arm wrestlers have way too much say as it is. Mm. So, like, when arm wrestlers come to the table, I think the referees should just stick their hands together, close them, bang, off you go. Let's yeah. let, let's battle. But so many times you see people build up and if, say, I don't get the timing right and, mm. you know, and hit it right and I lose mm. my adrenaline, and I, I stop and I pull out. I don't get fouled or anything. It's just no, yeah. no. Or you see them all the time doing this. Thumb knuckle, thumb knuckle, thumb knuckle, thumb knuckle, thumb mm. knuckle, thumb knuckle. And they sit there for ages, thumb knuckle. And it's like yeah. you have a bit too much say. So when it comes to, like, getting the input, I think I would probably rather have a separate group and go, what do you think of these rules? Let's try these rules. Then I'd get the guys over for some feedback if I only had, say, 10 people. Say, what do you think of these rules? Let's try them. But, yeah, it's it's, everything's trial and error. And if, uh, you know, arm wrestling fans, we've been patient enough as it is. So let's just be a little bit more patient and just focus on how many awesome matches we've been getting over the last 24 months. Yeah, I, I think it's one of those uh, issues that you just raised there that does, in some part, make uh, some arm wrestling competitions quite unwatchable. And this is the that you've got uh, two athletes, but uh, who are also fighting with not just each other, but also the referee. And uh, I, I guess in um, a codified football here in Australia, for instance, there's no conjecture entered into umpires or referees' decision is final. You can't touch the referee or the umpire, uh, and that seems to serve those sports really well. Um, it does mean, of course, that the the referee or the umpire they're human and and likely to make mistakes. But then that also becomes part of the sport, and you'll take the good with the bad. Um, what are, what are your views around that in terms of uh, how? athletes engage with and interact with the referee and the setup and uh, and sometimes just straight out abuse the referee. So what are your thoughts and feelings with respect to that? During, to during the setup? Nah. During the setup, no. I don't, I don't think you should talk at all. I don't think you should talk at all. The, the referees there in their position, we have two referees for a very small square meterage. So we're there. So I think they should say nothing. Afterwards, you can have a chat like in any sport. Just, you know, hey, just let you know that that, that first round, thumb knuckle, I, 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 mine was covered. Mine was covered and you can have a quick ch- chance there. I think if the technology is there, I think you should be allowed one challenge after a, after a match. So if, if Matt and I are pulling and I somehow just – Somehow get Matt's hand and I take him over and pin him. But Matt looks over and he's like, oh, that elbow came right off the table. I think you get one one challenge. That's it. And go back and it's like the elbow was off the table. Matt's correct. Restart. Matt pins me. Or, nope, that was wrong. The decision so, stands. So do you think, think the, get- 
So do you think the referees on the table are best placed or are you perhaps suggesting that there should be a a match umpire who oversees and handles perhaps those disputes in real time being present there but with the ability to watch the replays and make a determination and then instruct the the, the referees as to, uh, you know, what what the next course of action will be? No, not so much as a chair umpire. I like the two referees there. But we have a huge problem where for the viewer watching, we love this angle. Mm. I love it when we're watching arm wrestling. Basically, that's, I feel, the best angle there or a little bit of Yeah, is there. The best place for the bottom ref is there. That's Mm. the best place. So you'll see in a lot of tournaments, the referees, the bottom ref uh, is off to the side. The bottom ref is off to the side. So... The angles are terrible, whether it's, you know, the wrists are straight or, you know, there's carving or anything like that. Yeah, it's... I was fine. Yeah, if they, uh, we just need to work out how we can fill and how we can keep the bottom ref there. Because even if you go back to WAL days, you know, you look at nine out of ten tournaments uh, or super matchings, the bottom ref, king of the table, king of the, king of the table, referee Sergio was over here, not not there. So, you know, and he was trying to trying to lean over. No, just get your geometry right. Right there. Yeah. I was fine with the grip. Like I've had a lot of um practice, thankfully, with the super matches we've had at the club. Um something that I really like is I just tell the guys, get your grip. If you're happy with that grip, if you're both happy with it, I'm just gonna start you. Like if you both say I'm happy, I'm I sh- and at that point if you're both happy with it, I'm just going to like wait for me to say go and I'm going to say go. You know, it, obviously you've got the difficulty where at the elite level, no one's ever going to be happy because they want their perfect grip where they've got absolutely everything. Access, but, yeah. you know, if if two guys are like, they get to the table and they're like, you know, they negotiate a grip and, you know, might take, I, I think this 20 seconds thing, you know, around the elite level, it, it's, it's almost a waste of time because you know they're not going to get a grip. Like it's just mm-hmm. like, just, just, go straight to referee's grip straight away. Unlike what they did with the over-the-top tournament where it was like, put your hands together, close your thumbs, uh, close your hands, go. Like it wasn't it wasn't this elaborate setup. It was pretty quick uh, and it was up to you to get your grip in that time frame. Mm. Uh, I like that so much better. It's like if both guys are happy for, with the grip, just just start it. Like you don't have what to. Are, what are your thoughts on that, Jack? I, I get rid of the, get rid of that, get your own grip. There, there's a lot of there's a lot of things that I would try and get rid of just for the entertainment aspect. One is get your own grip. Mm. That never I, I could watch a hundred matches and maybe two of them will get their grip. And and there. Um I uh you know and then so yeah, so get I I'm I'm with Matt. Get your own grip. Uh get rid of it. Get rid of getting there. It's a referee's grip, and off you go. Second thing, if you if you slip and you go on the straps, do not go anywhere. You are not allowed to leave the table. You mm. Stay at the table. Stay yep. at the table. Let it, the referee it, it, get it, their grip. Elbow on the table, perhaps. Yep. So if you slip, yep. If you slip, you've got three seconds to get back to the table. Mm. Yeah. Because I understand, you know. 
for that for people that genuinely sleep, they put all the power in. You might be misinformed. I don't want them to you know jump up and do that. But yeah. you, one by the time I count to three, you need to be back there so we can get the strap on, because yeah. we have. It, it is unless you are addicted and love the sport. There's a lot of nothing. There's a lot of dead air in our sport, and if it, you don't have the right people around, it's not entertaining. It, it really does suffer from uh, the same um, the same issues as gridiron, for instance, in that regard, where there's a lot of downtime between the action, and it's really left up to well, the the commentators, the announcers, those people to fill that void. Um, but for the viewer, that's not what they've come to necessarily see. They've come to see, you know, a couple of guys get get on yeah, the table you want to and see and, the arm wrestling yeah, part of the arm wrestling. Exactly. It's like you don't want to see all this. Like when I mean, Corey West um, and and Alex Kadecha, the first round, it was a twelve minutes. It was like twelve minutes, yeah. and, and I think it ended on fouls. It was like, my God, where was the arm wrestling in that? <laughs> yes, yes, I, yes, I and. and and, and at the Real Cup, uh, we also had uh, a couple of instances where uh, an athlete was, you know, really posturing at the table and making it really difficult to get set, which frustrated the other athlete and everybody around that was, you know, waiting to watch an arm wrestling match um, ultimately and, and and for those athletes that were coming next as well. Um, so, uh, and and I guess it, it's part of, it, it can be part of the gamesmanship of, of, of arm wrestling, you know, that's part and parcel of it but you know when it comes to creating a sport that's uh that's watchable um and um it, it's not necessarily what the fans have come to see no they haven't they just want to see a, a, a hook battle look arm wrestling enthusiasts um will you know argue back against me but we've been doing this for 50 years 60 mm. years and and yeah. and still and I'm sure you guys have experienced it when you tell people, it even happened to me yesterday when we were at an appointment, my wife was bragging. It's like, oh, you're not going to believe it. My husband's an arm wrestling commentator. Oh, oh, he's arm Is wrestling a, a thing. Is that a thing? <laughs> Is that a thing? You know, so it's, that, yeah. you know everyone was, was like getting stuck into um, WAL, but that was on ESPN. Armors was on Eurosport. We need we need to evolve, and we have a lot of in, uh, traditionalists. Is probably the word I'm looking for. We have a lot of traditionalists that can sit there and thoroughly enjoy a 12 minute chess match, set up, sleep, walk off, come back, and everything like that. And there's room for that. But if but if we want to be sitting here and, you know, have an audience of 2,000 people, 5,000 people, 10,000 people, uh, mm. that that dead time is what we need to, need to get rid of. Uh, could, that could, would be my first thing I would be aiming to fix. So is this perhaps one of the a, a challenge not too dissimilar to that which cricket's gone through in the last 30 or so years where you've got test match cricket, one-day cricket, and Big Bash 2020-style uh, cricket that suit very diverse audiences, but there's still those aficionados that love the tactical play of a five-day test, test match, mm. the long form of the game. And and then you've got others that just just love to see the, the batsmen slog and the, and the bowlers hurl them down. And, and for them, the, the spectacle of that is what brings them back to the sport. So are we at a point in arm wrestling now where there's room for uh, different different styles of events or different uh, different styles of uh, presenting the sport? I think there is. I, I really think there is. The last two years, I think there absolutely is. But I do believe we 
We do have a a lot of lazy is such a strong word. Lazy is such a strong mm. word. That's why I think you should do, use it. Yeah, let's yeah. use the word lazy because Jake suggested it. But, yeah, but I think lazy because because for me, whenever you see uh, a match being made, people are like, oh, why is that match happening? You know, there's there's a guy at my club that is way better than such and such McGragas. There's a guy at my club, super stronger in that. Why isn't he getting his opportunity and blah, 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 blah. Where in arm wrestling, you need to just go out and create your mm. opportunity. Call mm. out people, you know, like Monster Michael Todd. As soon as he beat Toddzilla, his thing was, oh, I reckon if I can just get one lane, I can beat Levan. And everyone's like, oh, he doesn't deserve Levan. He needs to work his way up and get there. No, no, no one else wants to pull him. Like mm. you're cre- you're creating this opportunity now. There's buzz around it. I'll make videos about it, and I think the arm wrestling world got to ha- have to just stop waiting. Um, mm. I, I don't think they, they they have to stop waiting, and and I try without sounding like the biggest flog in the world. I try and give people myself as an example because when we were all in lockdown, I created. Well, I was on the verge of creating the Aussie arm wrestler. So I went from pulling zero matches to having the best in the world on my show at 100 subscribers. Did I mm. deserve that? No, no. Mm. There were probably a thousand better podcasts out there than what <laughs> I was doing, but I went out and got it. I accidentally um, uh, accidentally started hanging shit on a bloke during a live stream. He's like, oh, <laughs> he, he, he was jumping in the comments and he was like, oh, um, you, you're trying to make this into WWE, you know, stop making it about too much uh, entertainment and all the show. I've been in the sport for 45 years. And I said mm. to him, I said, mate, yes, you have been in the sport for 45 years and you're watching me. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go. In all due respect, I have no idea who you are. Fantastic! You've been in the sport for forty-five years, and and a part of it, I be, I believe uh, a lot of people are very scared <laughs> at the rapid rate the sport is growing, because mm. never in in any sport. And please correct me if I'm wrong, gentlemen, because you two are two of the biggest sports enthusiasts I know. But where can you message one of the best in the world? And nine times out of or maybe seven times out of ten, you get a reply, or they like your Instagram or Facebook. Where can you just message them? Hey, would really love it if you come on the show. For no money, for no money. Mm. So no one has ever asked for money to come on my show. Um, I do charge Daily Combat Podcast a good three and a half grand to come on. So I've got to make me read somewhere. But you know, or if you are, like if I go onto Google or YouTube and type in how to play basketball, I will not see a Steph Curry tutorial video. Hmm. But if I look in how to arm wrestle, I will have a Devin Larratt, a Travis Bajan, a Todd Zilla, um, a Coach Ray, a Giannis Amelins. So I and literally can just sit on my couch and learn from the best in the world. So hmm. that will now be harder to access. So yep. there will be a stage where if you want John Brazink on your show, you will have to financially compensate him. Like yeah. I'm at a stage now where I am really, and I like 
way, way below in the popularity. But I am really struggling to keep up with the comment section or replying to every single... I'm very grateful, but I'm struggling now to keep up with it. So... Yeah, we're just in a we're in a formality now. I think a lot of these people are actually really scared that the sport's growing because it's now no longer. Um, and what do you think they're scared about? Uh, just once again, becoming irrelevant. So, right. Irrelevancy is the number one, in my opinion, is the number one. Almost, I don't know how to put it. Like when I sledge people and I trash talk people irrelevancy is my number one go-to. Yep. So to make you feel – so, Dave, if you were uh, – and a perfect example happened at footy. But don't use me as an example. No, maybe, oh, maybe, okay. Maybe, I'll tell you, it's a fun little – Just go Ryan Bowen. Forgive me, forgive me <laughs> yeah. if you've already heard it, right? I sat there and uh, a bloke left our footy club, mid-tier, mid-tier player, left our footy club to go play um, at another footy club in the same hmm. league. I'm hmm. cool with that. That doesn't bother me. But we were playing. We, it was coming up to the week we were playing then. And everyone was like, oh, I'm going to, you know, as soon as I see Scotty, I'm going to smash him. I'm going to hang shit on him. On the start of the day, you know, if he goes near the ball, I'm going to absolutely smash him. So I got the I got the boys Thursday night and I said, do not, do not mention, do not talk to him before the game. Do not mention him. I said, I will crush him before the balls even bounce, but I need you all to participate. Do not say anything. All right, Wardy, we're behind you. Psychological warfare. Mm -hmm. So we get there and we just go about our warm-ups. All right, boys, come on, warm-up, blah, blah, blah. And we get to the middle of the ground because I knew he was going to start on me. And we get to the middle of the ground. And I looked and I looked again and I went, you don't play for us anymore. Oh, oh. And even yelled out to our coach, Gassy, do you know he doesn't play for us anymore? Well, there you go. Oh, good luck, mate. And you thought every bone left his body. And everyone just saw a bit. these big yeah. shoulders just cave in. And oh, oh, oh. Huh. okay. Shit. So irrelevancy <laughs> means my biggest. My biggest, my biggest go-to, but but going going back where we're going with it, because people that you know they might be ranked 100 or 150th or something at their club or their state or whatever, won't be able to have that awesome access to the elite or have their opinion. Now people are really getting like they're getting more aggressive on social media to stay relevant. Okay, I'm not a good arm wrestler. What can I do? I will be the harshest person, All right? You mm. think you you can say this about Monster Michael Todd or Ryan Bowen or something like that? I'll, I'll top you. And now it's getting real nasty. So people, yeah, are really, are, are really struggling to continue to find their relevancy in the sport. And a lot of... Um, testosterone-filled men, their go-to is to bring everyone back down to their level. See, a mm. lot of us that are growing, we we try our best to make all ships rise together. We all, yep. We're all coming together. The bigger channels yep. have helped me, and I will try and pass it on. Uh, I think it's mm. the, the right thing to do. Not that I'm a big channel. But that 
that that build. So these people, you know, that are sitting in the water splashing about sinking, they would rather pull the boat down and watch us all fall out than go, mm. shit, okay, well, what do I, what do I got to do now to make me, you know, above, you know, shoulders above water while everyone's head's trickling? How do I get shoulders above? Instead, they're just like, pull these motherfuckers down, let them drown with us. Yeah. Do, do you reckon Endeavor's largely rewarded in arm wrestling at the moment? Because I've, it's only really in recent times that uh, personalities like yourself have turned your attention full-time to arm wrestling. Uh, Ryan, over the last couple of years, has laid down the template for that. So now you've got some of the bigger names in the sport kind of rising in terms of not just being popular within the sport, but having a, uh, an awareness or people having an awareness of them from outside of uh, the, the culture and the sport as well. Yeah, well, you, you need – being a good arm wrestler, being a great arm wrestler isn't enough anymore. It's not, mm. it's not enough. It's, it's not. As much as people uh, hate me saying that, uh, they're like, you know, oh, I should get my shot. Oh, you know, I'm, I'm number one in America, uh, number one in Kansas City. It's like, yep. cool, man. I have no idea who you are. I have no yep. idea. And I watch arm wrestling full time. And I got no idea – who you are. So f- find out. Like when I was growing up, I watched UFC and yep. I watched a number of sports, but UFC always comes to mind for this kind of story. And I was watching it. My brother watched it and I was watching it. Then the ultimate fighter came out and mm. suddenly every week I'm invested in Chris Levin, yep. Diego Sanchez. Um, Cause I'm seeing them every week. Will he cut weight? Oh, when's Chris going to get his fight? Oh, now, yeah, okay. And building, oh, Forrest Griffin, man, he's the man. Oh, cut. oh yes, Forrest Griffin, yeah. advanced. So a person got invested in these people because mm-hmm. they you saw personality. It wasn't just Forrest Griffin's a good fighter. There you go. No one knew yeah. Forrest Griffin was until he was mm-hmm. on the ultimate fire. Forrest Griffin was fighting in, you know, garage wars and mm-hmm. backyard brawls. But then he got on this show and, and took his opportunity. So I beg a lot of people, I beg a lot of people to, whether it, it doesn't have to be YouTube, but, and you don't have to be an Aussie arm wrestler out there, personality calling, like I'm ready bang when it, you know, when my wife passes me the salt, I'm like, ready bang. <laughs> oh, but people can, you know, people can be effective if, if, if you want to know how, how to be effective without being a, an over outlandish person, go watch wrestling and go watch how Jake the Snake Roberts conducts his interviews. Because mm. if you're if you are important and you speak, everyone will listen. John mm. Brzezik does not raise his voice ever. Mm. You would look at his podcast, even when Devin was getting stuck into him. He's very cool, he's very calm and collective, you know, and things like that. So, Just like the Ultimate Warrior in, in his... Uh... <laughs> yep. He was a very rubbish cool, wrestler. Calm, calmest guy ever. <laughs> but, but, but he's another good example, Matt, because he was rubbish. <laughs> but boy, yeah. did you want to see him. He, he, he got you excited. He got yeah. you up. So I'm the Ultimate Warrior level with John Rosinks and Jake the Snake Roberts level. But yeah, I, I feel... You know, whatever social media platform you're on, I watch a lot of arm wrestling and I, I see a lot of people beat people. So that is that is cool. Um, that is 
that is awesome. But I need, I need more because we we're in a world we're always wondering what's next. Mm. What, what's next? We're almost like a holy for five year olds. Okay, this is fun. What's next? What's mm. what's next? Mm. You know. Mm-hmm. So as soon as Devin and Levan finish, like two days later, I'm like, who's Levan pulling next? Where's yeah. Devin gonna go? You know. Yep. So we're like that. So I I, I beg a- anyone that's that really wants to either have super amazing matches with high level talent, you need something. You, you need something to, more than being a great arm wrestler. I just want to address this comment from Adam here. He was talking about, or read it out by, what about, what about guys like me and Sam Burnett? How can Sam take on another character when he has difficulty on camera just introducing himself? I think we were talking about this uh, on the last podcast, um, that if you have difficulty, you know, you don't have to be like an Aussie arm wrestler or, or a, a guy that, that comes yeah. out and promotes themselves. Uh, you can get your matches um, and put them together and edit them and, and upload them and put titles on it. You don't have to do a voiceover. You can get somebody else to speak for you. You can, you know, get other people to hype yourself you can send your clips to other people and say can you know can you help me out and maybe could you put my my video up and talk about it or you know if you've got you can build your own hype it mm. doesn't have to be there's there's many roads well, to to finding uh promotion and yeah self-promotion. there's uh, I, I guess uh, wwe and ufc often come up in the same conversation but you've got uh, with wwe the uh, very much a controlled narrative the outcome's predetermined and and so we we they know where the narrative is his heading um whereas uh, when it's UFC, although a very similar technique in terms of building up the hype and building up momentum leading into a particular bout, but the the big question mark is, is the result. And so arm wrestling does have to go in that direction unless it's going to be a completely fake sport. So uh, so in that context, then I think uh, athletes need to be very much true to themselves in terms of as you mentioned, not everyone is a, a Jake Ward, not everybody is a wordsmith and not everybody's got this big personality. But what they do probably have is some keen insights or or, or, or an opinion that's worth listening to or or uh, some thoughts that they have with respect to their upcoming bout, for instance, that, are, uh, that uh, fans will want to see even if it's not presented like a backstage WWE uh, interview, yeah. for instance, you know. So there, there are definitely ways that young arm wrestlers that want to build a profile uh, can certainly do that. Um, and it doesn't necessarily mean you having to assume a character to do so, I don't think. Mm. No, no. And Sam Burnett's a great example that proves my point from earlier. So Sam Burnett, yes, he he's not, you know, the in-the-camera you know, he's a very quiet guy, um, really loves Sam Burnett. But he's gone out and chased it. So he goes mm. out and has a million matches and uploads them to YouTube. Yep. He goes out and learns. His editing skills, very good. Uh, he has a very good Arm Wars Savage Search video. I was very impressed with it, very impressed. Uh, and I And once again, because of that, I will push for him to hopefully make the top 10. But, but he's going out. Like I said, we mentioned earlier, he had to pull out a garage wars, not because he's just got a dinner on, because he's he's going to be in Singapore, I think, or Korea or somewhere like that, taking on mm. matches, going and getting it. So now if he happens to be like Gangnam Style and hit that Korean market, well, he's just going to be one of the most popular arm wrestlers on the planet. But and, yeah, and but in he, the- 
Sorry, and and in the meantime, you know the the Burnett brothers have designed their their shirts. They've got their merch, oh. and so you know if it, any of those guys make make it and and start to build in prominence, you know they've already got that uh, infrastructure behind them that they can leverage from in order to help that Burnett brothers brand continue to grow. Yeah, and and uh, and probably one of the the best examples. The best examples, I had a really good sit-down interview with a guy from India, and his name's Pradeep, and he runs a channel called Arm Wrestling News. Mm-hmm. All he does is present the news. Now, mm. he writes a script. I, I can't remember if he still does now, but he used to write a script. But the way he did it, he would, when he would release his earlier videos, because I remember, because I couldn't believe it, I was like, when he um, watched my very first podcast and he did the arm wrestling news on it. He was like, there's this new podcast guy that's coming out, you know, and blah, blah, blah. But he would. Crazy guy. <laughs> yeah. He would speed up his talking. So you had to listen so you wouldn't miss out on anything. And now his channel is doing phenomenal. Now, he's not a, a ready bang and an out there personality. He, he talks. Some people say he talks monotone. Um, I quite like Pradeep's. Uh, I quite like Pradeep's uh, channel. I, I, I do, and but he just talks. Hello, my name is Pradeep from Arm Wrestling News. We've got Matt Connolly here from South Australia Times, and he's going to take on his co-anchor, co-host of the Daily Combat podcast, and that is Dave Scottbridge. That that match will be at Garage Wars 3.0, hosted by the Andy and Mario show. But he's just, <laughs> but that that you know, but that's it. And he's got double the subscribers that I do. He does fantastic. So for those out there, um, like Matt said, there's 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 so many lanes. There are so many lanes. Mm, yeah, everyone <laughs> should try to copy you. That's what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. Just no, like, no. Um, get yourself <laughs> a cut, ten thousand dollar prize, and and a hundred thousand dollar. Bouncy on it, and uh, you, you're set. You've got your super funds. You've got everything's everything's perfect. That's right. I got a, I've, I've got a daughter now, so exactly. Congratulations, yeah. by the way. Wonderful Thank news. Thank yeah. you. Very very excited. When you, we actually saw our um, breast surgeon today. Um, it was very nice to go into his office and tell him, you know, and show him our beautiful baby girl. Because two years ago, uh, February twentieth, twenty twenty. He told us that uh, we had breast cancer and you, with the breast cancer that you have, you, you'll probably have five years, maybe look at adoption, but do not hold your breath when it comes to having a baby. And, yeah, that was just challenge enough for my wife and I. We're like, no worries, don't worry about that. And a year after her final treatment, we took our daughter home. Bang! Very excited. The arm wrestler went ready bang in the bedroom, and then Mrs. of the arm wrestler went ready bang in the delivery room, and we worked together, and we're rocking and rolling and having the time of our life. So, did you just go back to let the doctor know how shitty he is at his job, or like, no, what is that going on now? What do you know, mate? Just give up. Like, no, have you thought about arm wrestling YouTubing or something? Uh, yeah. no, he, <laughs> he removed the cancer from my wife's body, the main part. So, yeah. no, always grateful for him. You know, he helped uh, us detect it and and remove the big bulk of it and, and made sure that 
that we we uh, you know he had to be the bearer of bad news. But yeah, mm. no, nah, we were just showing him, and uh, and then my wife got the the uh, official all clear from cancer. So that was another great day today. We we're just celebrating with a walk around walk around here um, when you guys messaged me. So yeah, it was just uh, absolutely uh, absolutely fantastic. That's why I I thoroughly enjoy when people try and hang shit on me in my comments and think that they're getting one over me by calling me an idiot or saying that I'm on the spectrum or my show sucks or whatever. I was like, dude, watch <laughs> your fucking wife go go through cancer or a family member. And I've watched multiple family members, you know, watch watch family members or friends commit suicide. Yeah. Yeah. Your your YouTube comments really get get me. It's like, come on, dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, mate, uh, getting back to garage wars, uh, who do you uh, do, do? You have money down. Who do you think? Are you just going to simply be there as a as a fan, just soak it all in in real time, or you've you got some bold predictions for for the viewers as to how you think uh, garage wars is going to go down? Uh, I very far out, massive far out prediction. I think this is more of a want. This is more of a bet with the heart, but I want Mario Tamarcus to win on the left. I want Mario to beat Brett Coops for two reasons. One, Mario is one of the best people on the planet. I love Mario. I've got nothing but love for Mario. And two, I really hope this would light the fire under Brett Coops and Mm. go and make some money hitting up these big matches. Uh, mm. For me, that's going to be exciting. My man, Jordan Browning, is winning. He's winning. Highlight that. It is done. I love my guy, Jordan. Um, he sometimes trains at my house, but he trains at the hop as well. Stud. Absolute stud. Love him. Um, just got a nice drive for it. He's dropped a lot of weight. Really nice young fella. And I'm really hoping the best for him. So... Uh, my commentating may be more directive, <laughs> slight <Seriously>. coaching, <laughs> you know, when I call out a ready bag and I'll be like, oh, if I were Jordan Browning in this situation, I'd be re-gripping. Re-grip did Jordan. You- Jordan, did- fucking re-grip, mate. <laughs> do you know much about his opponent? Uh, I, I do know. I haven't seen too much footage of him. Uh, the footage I've seen, I'm very excited and I think it'll be a very, very tight match. I think Jordan needs to be on mm. for him to win. I think Jordan, I think everything just has to go right because Jordan is um, a beginner. Mm-hmm. I think this will be his technically his first official super match. Mm-hmm. Uh, he came and pulled it over the top, and that's that was a wake up call for him. Yeah, he yep. says, I'm too, I'm too small for the heavyweight division. And he's dropped about 15, 20 kilos. I'm very proud of him. So yeah. uh, I'm definitely, definitely keen on that one. Um, yeah. Josh well, Barnett well, Hem- will Hemser, Hemser was six foot one at the start of the week, and I think he's six three uh, as of now, which is Friday. So uh, <laughs> he, he's a young 16, nearly 17? 17, 17, 17, yeah. He's putting off five kilos a week at it, this stage. It's unbelievable how strong he gets every week. Every week he's getting stronger, and literally this was hard for me to – to deal with, but on Sunday, yeah. just gone. Okay, mate. I know. It's you, can, you can open up. We're all friends he's, here. He's, uh, he's gone past me. <laughs> he's surpassed. He's surpassed. Yeah. 
yeah, Hollywood Mac. Which Connelly, is a so, horrible, so. horrible, horrible feeling when he's like a year in and 17. And I've been... You've literally doing, been doing weights twice as long as he's been alive. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, not help, it's not helping. Yeah, that's right. Matt, you, Matt, you are <laughs> getting, awful, you are getting into feeling. a weird realm. You are getting into a weird, weird realm and you will need to make a choice. For me, there's three <laughs> options. There's... That was, uh, that was a hit, hit frog. reality. This is what I had to accept, and I've thoroughly enjoyed it. There are three options. You can be a very good arm wrestler. You can be a very good arm wrestling YouTuber. You can be a very good family man. I believe you cannot be all three. All three. So I have chosen, I have chosen to be a good family man and to be a very good arm wrestling YouTuber. So yes, hang on. I think it was just the sound of smoke me on the table. I think that was just the sound of Matt's heartbreaking, <laughs> actually. Yeah, yeah, but that's very, very good advice. Very good advice. And, and advice that every arm wrestler needs to hear at some stage of their career, I believe, as yeah. well. It's yeah. one of those things. I think you were talking about this when we were up in the over the top. I was telling you a story earlier about how we were trying to find the car before we went over to McDonald's <laughs> and had some food. But, uh, what a nightmare that was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've got to have to cut that bit and send it to you because I thought it was quite funny. But, <laughs> It was funny. It was funny. But um, yeah, you said that uh, you, know, you sort of had felt they didn't want to be taking these bigger matches. Um, and you know what you're doing now in the sport, you really love it. That's your niche. That's your thing. You you do well with it. You're successful in it. Uh, and it's you feel that if you went into a match and you got beaten, that it, and I feel this as well because I've been beaten a lot. <laughs> which is it's the game it's part of the game but yeah. winning a lot of guys you win know. a lot too. yeah like, yeah that's the right. good people they're, they're, they're winning that's not me <laughs> but uh yeah, you know if, if you lose and then you're talking about arm wrestling and people have seen or you know, this guy just gets beaten every time and it's like it can i feel like it discredits it, it might, your opinion branded it dents your brand just yeah, a little it's bit like this guy sucks he's a terrible so arm wrestler. it's better to leave the illusion of potential than it is to demonstrate that your potential might not be <laughs> yeah. 100% because because like um and, and and when you when your brand builds and it will build when your brand builds and it builds more people will seek you out just to get that 15 second clip and it happened to me it over the top I'd commentated for nine and a half ten hours you know been up Till three in the morning the day before helping out was at the venue at 7 a.m to help out again in the morning you know call the action all day but then yeah you know some people pin me on the table and they probably would have been a normal match anyway but that clip goes out oh the Aussie <laughs> arm wrestlers not so good and so yeah so I took a a wise decision like when it came to over the top said I'm not competing um I competed in state titles and I was like Nah, I'm too tired before I even get to the table. And yeah, it, it whether you like it or not, it does it does hurt your brand. Like if you guys went to the gym and a fat dude was telling you how to lift or how mm. to diet, you'd be like, yeah. mm. now he might have all the knowledge in the world. Don't get me wrong, but that mm. first visual thing. Oh, what? Why am I listening to to Matt Connolly? Mm. He hasn't pinned anyone in two years why nah, that click, <laughs> click, change the channel 
Yeah, where it's like, oh, okay, I haven't seen Matt Connolly pulling two years. All right, beauty. Yep, no, that's a that's a that's a great idea. So mm. yeah, yeah, I am yeah, I am in that stage. Or if someone offers me a match and I've got time to prepare, because my body's cooked. So yeah, mm. happy to. I'm happy to still have matches, but they would probably have to be at the start of the day rather than, you know, mid-tier. So, like, next weekend I'm going to New South Wales titles. Now, given enough time, I would have said, give me a super match with someone at the start of the day. Then I can focus on commentating. I'm fresh. I can see where I'm at. Let's go. And mm. and then if they get their pin on me, they can post it all over the internet they want. Yep. Who, yep. who would you pick if you had to pick somebody? Uh, I don't know. I'd like to pull someone from New South Wales. Uh, I just want it to be an even match-up. New South Wales don't get anything out of it if they put someone significant stronger than me. I get smoked 3 nil. Am I in a hurry to release that footage? Probably not. Doesn't do, <laughs> do I feel happy the way New South Wales treated me? Probably not. Will that, you know, will it be better for the sport? I didn't even have to win, but wouldn't it be better to start the day of arm wrestling seeing a semi-known arm wrestler in a massive battle where, you know, a hook battle in the middle of the table. And if I don't win, that's okay. But it's like, you know, we're we're all redlining and, and, and sweating and things like that. And we shake hands at the end. It's like, ah, yeah, let's do this later down the track. So, yeah, it does it, it does nothing if, if um, events treat, you know, just like anywhere. Like if you guys come to my house, I'm going to treat you very well. If I treat you crap... And then I'm like, hey, Adam and Dave, want to come in for a barbecue? You're like, fuck that guy. The way they yeah. treated me. So if yeah. they had done that, I haven't got a match, but I might seek a match on the day. I might look at someone and go, do you want to have a match pre? Um, mm. But if they seek, but if they do treat me bad, and then the next New South Wales tournament comes, I'll be like, no, nah, don't worry about it, guys. Um, mm. I'm just going to wait for Adelaide. They treat me well. Yeah, you know that's it. I mean, you want you want to make good matchups. Like if you if you're gonna have super matches, uh, and I think that's what you're seeing on this Garage Wars card that's coming up, is the matches that are all there. They're all like, oh, this this is gonna be exciting because you can't just pick a winner. You can't go. This is an obvious squash match here. Like mm. he's obviously going to win. Yeah, it's like a you want to always to be around as 50-50 as you possibly can. And I think you've done a great job. Well, not you guys, but in terms of what Andy and Mario have done. Um, in terms of setting up these matches, it's like they have matched up the competitors very well so that when you're looking, it's like, oh, that's interesting. Oh, and that, oh, I want to see that too. I don't know who's going to win. And, and it's also the source of some of that disappointment when Sam and Taryn aren't going to go head to head now. Yeah. And that was something I was really looking forward to. Yeah, because there's history. The there's story in that there's definitely so yeah story in that matchup we yeah and uh and i think matt had half the the reel already uh ready to go as well um so uh but yeah there was a there's a big story there and um and and it's a, it's that beautiful blend of the stories the you know they haven't 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 been on the table against each other for a year or two now like how they both developed in that time we've kind of got a handle on sam because he's been more active at that elite level but you know what's taron been doing in the shed in the meantime it's a you know one of those classic matchups and stories but so even more disappointing when it doesn't come off but uh it it does it's stories like that that bring attention to cards uh like this and um you know it builds the excitement for the whole card in in honesty though like what you were saying before about building your brand i I see 
Sam going around doing matches all over the country, doing big as mu- uh, putting himself out there as much as he possibly can. I'm not seeing that from Taron. I don't see him. He, you know, he's a fantastic arm wrestler. He's done a couple super matches at the club. He's, he competed in the in the real cup at February, but it's like you know the self promotion side of it. Sam is 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 like light years ahead, and that's why he's going to to tour Southeast Asia, and and Taron isn't. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. and the one thing about Taron, if Taron comes out and smokes everybody, it could be one of the smartest things he's done mm. because he was very vocal in all the YouTube comments and all the bloody the discords and the reddits, and he was always commenting on there. He wasn't winning matches. He was on Dankiest Arm Wrestling. He was very active on there, making some funny videos and things like that, and and really getting stuck in arm wrestlers. But now he's gone radio silent. So I hope that that he's radio silent. Bills. That's this was going that's on. That's right. Yeah. So I hope Taron <laughs> comes to Garage Wars absolutely jacked and then makes a name for himself. And it's like, oh, hey, everyone, uh, this is Dankiest Arm Wrestling. I just I just smoked the number one 70 kilo, the number one 80 kilo from New Zealand and uh, another genuine superstar in my division smoked him. Uh, thank you, Sam Wrestling. I'm around. Let's hang out. So it, if he does it right, the radio silence could work in his favour. Mm, mm, be cool. Yeah, yeah. And I think you're exactly right. And uh, and that's why we have you on the podcast, mate. Your insights are amazing. And it's uh, uh, naturally uh, fantastic to see that uh, once again, you're behind uh, Garage Wars uh, and uh, sponsoring, announcing and uh, taking care of, uh, well, fill, filling in the gaps as the day goes on. So, um, mate, um, I'm really looking forward to the 27th of August. Uh, I'm, I'm heading over there. Look are you really? I'm, I'm heading over, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So, uh, Oh, that's awesome. Yep. So I uh, got permission from the wife earlier today. So uh, happy to announce that on the podcast. It's exclusive. It's just, exclusive. In case, just in case she's listening. Yes. Are you coming, so, Matt? Are you coming? Uh, I'm dying in Dave's suitcase, but I'm not allowed out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, uh, Dave's not, Dave is now my favourite South Australian. Oh, oh, jeez. Oh. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm of course. That, that's, a, in your hands. that's in your hands. Matthew. That's in your. That's in your hands, Matt. Well. You got the garage well. wars. You reclaim. You're my favourite South Australian. But... <laughs> well, I might have to look at the uh, the old web jet and bring up uh, and see what's going on there. But uh, it should be a big event. Everyone's very excited about it. Um, you guys have done a fantastic job of sponsoring the event, making sure that things, these sorts of things can go ahead. Yeah. Uh, and and, and providing a platform for, for the athletes who've been long suffering and especially over the last couple of years, haven't had a chance to test their medal against the best. And, you know, um, and you guys have seen that as an opportunity, uh, haven't been sitting on the sidelines, whinging about it. You've gone out there, you've done something and, and uh, it's not just something for the athletes, but the entire community. So mate, uh, well done to, to you guys and, and Andy and Mario for, uh, putting it all together and um mate this is going to be an event uh, i can't wait for now I'm, I'm i'm really looking forward to seeing how, how how it all plays out on the 27th of august in melbourne oh it's going to be amazing it's going to be really good and unfortunately for for the record dave we turn our spare bedroom into our daughter's bedroom otherwise i would have offered you uh, a bed at, at uh casa della ward but we Thank don't you. have a bed for you to sleep on, my friend. So I do apologise oh, that I can't no, offer you somewhere to stay. 
I know being your favourite South Australian would have quite happily have uh, accommodated me. But, uh, <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but, uh, mate, uh, yep. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I've done airport. Because uh, we've all got to look after each other. I've done many of airport runs, you know, um, at the Victorian titles. I drove uh, three Queensland blokes back to the airport and had to drive to three different locations to pick them all up and things like that. So, yeah, I mean, if we can all help each other out, then we're all going to be more involved. And um, if Andy and Mario were smart, they would make sure that one of the major sponsors has the red carpet rolled out for them. I think I've got a, a promotional T-shirt in the post, so oh, really? I'm, I'm actually really happy about that. Yeah, oh, I thought you can yeah, sleep yeah. in that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, it's just little, but it's just little gestures like that. The, the shirts look pretty cool. Saw them on Wednesday night, but it's just that little thing. Look, look, Dave, we... We can't give you millions of dollars a return on your investment, but this is us saying we appreciate and we thank you. And for me, I'm a just reach for the wallet kind of guy. I can buy drinks all night, but once in a while, just reach for the wallet. No, 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 no. I'll get it. I'll get it. Just, just reach for the wallet. Show me that. Show me that you appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Still waiting on Matt's t-shirt, by the way. But <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, well, Jake Ward. The Aussie arm wrestler, thanks so much for joining us on the podcast once again, mate, and uh, really enjoy the insights. Love, love to see what you uh, love to get insights into what your vision for the sport is as well. And 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 great to see that there's going to be some Aussie arm wrestler events on the horizon, and and super excited to see what kind of form and shape that they take, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Jake Ward, the Aussie arm wrestler, ready, bang! Anytime <laughs> you guys need me. Uh, and I'm not walking the dog. I will be uh, more than happy to come well, on the show and help you guys out. Love what you're doing for the sport. Oh, thanks, mate. And, and interesting when you get a message from Jake Ward and he says he's just out for a walk. The last time I heard you did that, you raised $110,000 and it was just a stroll from uh, the Opera House to Melbourne, I believe. So, you know, we didn't know if you were going to be 15 minutes or 15 hours. So, uh, But yeah, we were glad it was only 15, 15 minutes, days. mate. So thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Dungeon Master's in the house. <laughs> yes, my guy. Once again, yeah, he's – that guy's funny. That guy's funny. Yeah, I think AW Duff's from the same club. They sent me some footage. to. They, they just asked, hey, if you get a chance, can you commentate this for us? Uh, and I said, yes. And I've got to build, build a really good – relationship the bad thing about all of that and this is probably an exclusive i may need to start charging people for this in the future i'm mm. getting way too many requests yeah yeah and i want i want to do it for everyone but mm. i could literally spend 72 hours straight doing everyone's requests to commentate their match well, you're also somebody who doesn't do things by halves. And so, you know, when you when you get a request like that, you pour your heart and soul into it. Um, but the other thing that for a lot of these clubs is that what they've got to, uh, I think, um, balance that off with is that the, the, the exposure of having your videos commentated on by the Aussie arm wrestler uh, is money. You can't buy that type of exposure typically. So if you get the opportunity to contribute a little bit out of the club funds in order to build the profile of your athletes in the club and the, the brand that you're trying to build in your club, wherever that might be anywhere in the world, then I would say that investing in getting you to commentate for those things is is one of the most cost-effective things they could ever do. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah, well, well, it's very nice of you to say, Dave, but, yeah, it's getting to that stage. I may almost have to take a 
like a, a cameo is a cameo that that business mm. where yeah, yeah. like I, I don't want to sound like a dick and go yeah 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 uh, I'm um, I'm a celebrity or anything like that but it just may get to that stage and yeah Patreon or, or membership with one commentary a month loads would buy that mm. I mean it would be uh, it would be AWF but then. Uh, Daffod Lewis, his name, he's a really good guy. And but then it's a matter of if I get, I mean, a thousand and I have to do a thousand every month, so yeah, it's just mm. something once again, I'm always looking to evolve behind the scenes and and hopefully something comes to fruition. In the meantime, like I'll pick and choose. So people like AW Daff and Oxford Arm Wrestling throughout my journey on Instagram, they would always pop up. They've liked the video. They've commented on the video. They jump in YouTube. So when they asked me, of course, I was going to do it. But I do have people that don't even follow me on Instagram. And they're like, can you do this video for me? Oh, and can you share it on your page? And it's like, that's, it is not people, it's not people like um, Dafford and and, uh, Oxford Arm Wrestling. They're the good Mm. ones. It's the ones that kind of want, want, you know, and I tried to do it sometimes, but once in a while I just go to him and say, dude, you don't even follow me on Instagram. Like, yeah, don't be a dick. So you're happy happy to reward the, the true believers and the followers, but, you know, if, if somebody's I'm just a loyal guy. out of the I'm blue, a very loyal guy. Do, very do this. Loyal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like I say, I think it's money well spent for anybody that wants to raise their profile in the sport. It's very similar to, you know, what you've done. You've reached out to the best people in the sport. They've been kind enough to uh, reciprocate and appear on your channel. People are coming to you that have been loyal to you. They like what you're doing and and you're happy to reciprocate. But also there's a, a lot of people out there that are just happy to leverage off all of this hard work that you've put in over recent times and and where there's very little gain for you in it. And uh, I think if what they've got to look at that is a commercial transaction and suggest that uh, if you want to grow your club and you want to build the profile or the brand of those athletes within your club, there's a, a very easy way to do that, and that is to get the Aussie arm wrestler to to call those fights and to uh, and to to you know uh, enter into a partnership with you in order to be able to do that. And I, I think that's a, that's that's good money well spent. When when Dave yeah. um, did a little voiceover for one of our matches, uh, we had from the Real Cup two years ago and mm. I think it was me and Tim or something mm. but everyone in the club was so excited about that it was like, <laughs> oh, like we've, we've made it like we made you know the Aussie Armourist has actually done something he like. knows we exist <laughs> <laughs> see, see it's that, that it's that that I that I find very like as you can see I just laugh and I, I sometimes I have to put the feeling I get now to the side because if I'm going to continue to do this full time but I I just find that so surreal and very <laughs> humbling because, I mean, Matt, you've spent some time with me and, and Dave, we've spoken a few times. Like, I'll put my pants on one leg at a time like everyone else. Like, you, anyone that comes up and says, g'day to me, you know, I, I do not think I'm better than anyone else ever. So, yeah, when people like, you know, are saying that and, yeah, a lot of people have, have shown me footage of them like a premiere to their club, you know. Mm. Oh, we put it on like Chromecast and it's on the telly. It's like, hey, hey, Aussie Armrest, I'm going to surprise everyone with this for our club, and they'll and they'll play the the commentary I've done for them. So yeah, uh, cool. it's 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 humbling, man. It, and for 
you know, I, I, I commented on someone's Instagram post the other day and, and she was like, oh, my God, this has just made my day. Thank you. Thank you so much. And, yeah, and, you know, or, or I wake up and, you know, I'm very fortunate, you know, I've been tagged in a whole heap of things. But it'll be Devin Larratt, Levan, Larry Wheels and the Aussie Arm Wrestler. Us four have been tagged. And I'm like, ah. Oh, that's yeah. pretty cool. That's, that's even, you know, I'm your fourth yeah. person you think of that you want to tag. And it's like, yeah. Not but and, uh, I am definitely one one of you guys. That is for sure. Because because without all you guys, I don't have a channel. I don't have an audience. I don't have. I don't like to call them subscribers. I call them my mates. I'm lucky to have 7,500 mates that are on my channel. So the algorithm boosting comment, this guy, once again, Drew doesn't say much, but we all know this guy as the algorithm, YouTube algorithm boosting comment. Because whenever he jumps on anyone's videos, that's the first thing he writes. Mm. So going back to my promoting type thing, he's not screaming or shouting, but when the Drew24 comes up, you know this is the YouTube algorithm boosting commenting guy. The yeah. UABA, the UBAC. Why <laughs> the Drew, the Drew, Yeah, there. Yeah, Drew's our guy, but when that—he's not on a channel. He he's not screaming and shouting. But once, the, once again, everyone—you can find, you can find your own, your own niche for sure, and it's and it's awesome. And and yeah, one, you know, for you guys to even think that I'd be a, a relevant guest on on your show for what you guys are, are doing, and uh, to me, I, I find that I find that pretty cool, and I find it pretty humbling. Oh, well, mate, it's, you, it, it's an absolute uh, joy to have you on the show, of course, again, and uh, we look forward to having you back on and uh, and, and maybe we'll, we'll do a review of the uh, of, of the Garage Wars event uh, that's coming up in Melbourne on the 27th of August, uh, sponsored by the Aussie Arm Wrestler, the man on screen right now, and uh, Real Estate Agents Group. And so um, it's going to be a massive event. And um, if you if you want to keep up to date with information around that event, of course, you can always tune into the Aussie Arm Wrestlers channel or jump onto Andy and Mario's page, uh, the Andy and Mario show, and uh, and of course you'll see um, updates as we edge closer to that uh, that big day in Melbourne in August, not September, August. August is August. Uh, next, yeah, next August month. Yeah, once mm. East versus West finishes um, and a couple of other things, yeah, I'll be dedicating a lot of airtime to Garage Wars, that's for sure. Fantastic, guys. We'll tune in for all your uh, arm, uh, the Garage Wars news and all things arm wrestling just simply by clicking subscribe on this man's channel, the Aussie arm wrestler, Jake Ward. Ladies and gentlemen, one more time. Ready, bang! Uh, bang. Thank is- you, everybody. We're going to end the stream there.